drop. We've been to the yeah, future. Shut up. Shut We've the been fuck all up. The afterlife. And you know, Ted, the best place to be is here. The best time to be is now. Somebody posted on our the Facebook post about River's Edge about how Keanu, they were like, Keanu is so overrated. We can say is I hate him. And I was like, my, I commented and was like, what a unique and interesting take. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are back. Welcome to We, we Do, Do Keanu. Keanu. Oh, that was good. <laughs> And we rehearsed that 75 times. We got it just about right. Yeah. That was the first time we got it right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we've tried to start this seven times now. So yeah. Thankfully, that one's as close as... That's good enough. That's good pretty, enough. Pretty let's good. Keep, let's just keep going. Yeah. Let's keep, let let's it ride. <laughs> well, I am one of your hosts, Brett Battostain. And I am your other host, Johnny Utah. Hi, Dylan Hawes. <laughs> and if you don't know, this podcast <laughs> is a celebration of... The one and only Keanu Reeves. <laughs> all things Keanu. Yes. And we Specifically are, his movies, though. Yes. Not, not all things, just his movies. It seeps in there from time to time, though. <laughs> you can. His life does. Everything about Keanu seeps into all of our existences, doesn't it, though, Brett? That's true. And this movie that we're talking about today really hammers that home. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like... I feel like my response of, oh, God, at the start of so many of these is it's just becoming redundant. Part and parcel. Yeah, it's part and parcel. <laughs> Um, I, <laughs> I guess makes sense. So last week, let's just kind of, you know, just to... Why do uh, I not remember last week? What was it? Last week was Much Ado About oh, Nothing. Oh, gosh, that's right. Okay. Yes. Okay. And that was fun. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's kind of... It's interesting because the last three that we've done, including today, mm-hmm. Dracula, Much Ado, Much Ado About Ado. Nothing, and now Little, Little Buddha, Buddha. Little Buddha. Uh, they've... They're kind of carving out their own weird little s- You're right. section of Keanu Reeves filmography. Yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought of that, but when we, you know, or, or I have recently, because, you know, spoiler, in the timeline of real life, the uh, opening episodes have just been released yeah. to the real yeah. world. So I went back and re- re- uh, listened to them, not re-listened, listened to them. And um, somewhere in there, we were like trying to define like what we thought our expected time frames of Keanu's lives life was right. Like we were, before we came up with the five woes, we were trying to figure out how to delineate or, or whatever, rate these movies. And, yeah. and you're right. This, you know, we had like early dumb guy period and then uh, super cop period. And then matrix period was kind of the rough idea, like yeah. super action guy. But you're right. This is carving out a, a niche that I don't think either of us, even thought about right, right. But it, yeah. it, especially in early 90s this would be a very defining way of looking at Canada we had point break and then we've got these three period pieces yeah peculiar movies yeah I don't know how else to put it not not great like much ado was pretty great but yeah but <laughs> but Dracula and this movie little Buddha <sighs> yeah all right oh my goodness should we get into little Buddha then let's okay let's do the approach of trying to explain what the movie's about okay and then use that as our framework yeah kind of go through it beat by beat 
a little bit a as little, much as we can. Yeah, because it's not there's not this movie's not there's nothing really to this movie. It, yeah. This is like a Bible study movie. That's it's it it's like it is. It's like a it's like an attempt to but instead of the Bible, uh Buddhism. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so I don't it let's so go. I, <laughs> let's so just go. <laughs> I it, it's really fresh in my mind because I just watched it this morning. Okay. Uh I woke up and Oh, so you literally just watched it in one sitting? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I had it on my laptop uh-huh. and I was like uh, making breakfast and stuff and cleaning up the kitchen and stuff <laughs> as I was watching it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, okay. Before, okay, okay. Let's do this. Because when I was thinking about watching this movie, uh, again, it was a movie that I was like, I think I saw it, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't see it. And my, what I decided it must be about, because I knew it was about uh, Tibetan monks discovering or deciding or thinking perhaps that a reincarnated, I thought Buddha, but a reincarnated monk master or whatever they were calling him teacher mm-hmm. had, had been born or been re uh, uh, reborn, I guess, mm-hmm. into a child in Seattle. And that it was the story of that, mm-hmm. right? Of them coming to talk to the parents about that. So not, being clear on anything beyond that loose idea of the movie, I assumed Keanu was somehow like that child grown up, like that the story would be in flashback or, well, I mean that I also kind of ascertained that it was in flashback, but I thought that maybe it would be flashbacks of like the kid going into monk school or whatever, going to live with the Tibetan, like this white kid from Seattle going to live in Nepal with Mm -hmm. with the monks. And then Keanu was going to be, that kid is an adult, right? Because mm-hmm. like, how else do you integrate Keanu into this movie? Mm-hmm. And that's not what that did. That's no. not what that, that, I mean, it is no. about that, about the kid being one of the possible reincarnates of a Tibetan master. I, I, a I llama. A llama. There we yes. go. A llama. Um, llama. We, we're saying Dorje. that as though we know what that means. What is a llama in the Tibetan uh tradition like a, a teacher right isn't that like a, a master yeah uh, someone who's uh attained enlightenment okay I the llama is intent okay okay that i believe I, it's funny that the movie who the, the, as near as i can figure the only point of this movie is to introduce uh the to the the tibetan buddhist religion to a wider audience yeah i still didn't understand that seemingly simple oh i i learned nothing about buddhism (laughs) no that's not true that's not true i mean it does like a bible story like a movie about the bible stories it tells you the the history of buddhism of the the history of of the buddha yeah that is what can't which spoiler (laughs) have i said spoiler twice now keanu plays keanu plays siddhartha the, the, the Buddha. Uh, the Buddha. <laughs> and when that, when he appeared on screen as the the Buddha, I I can't, it, it broke my heart, honestly, because it did not look okay. It really didn't look okay. And yeah. like, even in the early 90s, I feel like that's still a pretty inappropriate casting of a effectively white man as the Buddha. Right? especially because oh, yeah well i guess it would it would be even more offensive if they just went the full gamut and had all of the east asian characters around him also be being played by basically caucasian people yeah but the fact that they aren't that there are clearly hundreds of very good actors who can fill those roles and also be from that region and be of the nationality that they're portraying it seems 
almost more inappropriate to put someone like Keanu in there. So it's, it was a rough, as soon as that happened, I was like, Oh no, I took the notice of, Oh no. Oh God. No. Oh Oh, no. (laughs) He's dressed up and he's wearing brown makeup and he's got those, like he's got the eye makeup on. He looks like the, the, uh, he looks like the transgender character from crying game who was also in, uh, I'm using it for my phone. Oh, uh, who's also in uh, stargate, right? Like the, the, uh, the Egyptian oh, god yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. like that like very feminine featured uh, delicate extremely thin I mean he lo- dark complexion he kind of looks like the villain from 300 <laughs> oh my god you're right I didn't think about that too but all of that is like a caricature right like all of those roles yeah. are kind of well I guess the crying game is just he's a transgender person but he I think I even took a note in here that he looks like somebody's doing a drag version of Keanu Reeves in blackface. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, the, so that, I feel like that's an obstacle to get by just to watch the movie Yeah, or a hurdle to get over. of just like, okay, so we're going with this, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, so the, my thinking of the, the brown face of it all mm-hmm. is the, I don't know if in 1993, <laughs> in 1993, I don't think it wasn't as woke a culture for, for sure, sure. If that's what you're struggling to say, it wasn't. And I don't know if, um, if you didn't have somebody telling you not to do it, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would cross your mind to not do it. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's true, but I also think, especially because. I don't. I didn't check. I, I get the impression that some of that stuff was actually filmed on location, or eh, maybe not. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it would still be hard to go to Nepal and film some of this stuff and not put it together that you're 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 doing something that should feel a little bit weird, right? Like, but you're right. If nobody's coming in and saying don't do it. Who knows? Like, I mean, you know, okay, it's Bernardo Bertolucci's movie. Yeah. And so he's kind of got free reign. He he had uh, The Last Emperor was Best Picture at some point in the mm-hmm. preceding couple of years. I think it was like 88, maybe, 87. Yeah. Um, and this is 93. So it's been in the last like five, you know, he's still kind of writing his own ticket in that regard. Mm-hmm. And even that movie, right? I mean, he's an Italian director filming uh, a movie about a Chinese, a Chinese story so mm-hmm. you know he's kind of that's kind of his bag and again it's not i mean it's for sure not a good look for anybody <laughs> yeah well even i mean even in 1993 it's not a good look it's not but i guess the other thing that made me also go well because Keanu's not caucasian right like he is he's uh, he's got like hawaiian lineage right? yeah like pacific one islander of his, one of his his dad is pacific islander right? yeah so i mean it's a, he's still pretty, you know, every role up into this point, he's just been kind of the California dork, you know, yeah. like, so, or not every role, but you know, he's, he's basically a white dude. So right. the fact that he is kind of, kind of Asian gives him like, I, I don't know, I, I could sell, I could see if someone were to confronted him or bring it to his attention at the time, he could partly be like, well, okay, but I'm not. I'm not a wasp from the Midwest. I'm, I'm, I, you know. Yeah, but also too, <clears throat> I think we're 
you know, in 2020, we kind mm-hmm. of know that, like, you know, you don't want to have, like, a Japanese person playing a Korean character. Yeah. And yeah. you don't want to have a Chinese person playing a, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? I do. And they fill all the other roles in that storyline of of the flashback. Well, they call it a flashback, but it's clearly just a fantasy depiction of the Buddhist story. I don't know why. I mean, I just I'm referring to it as a flashback because I read some review just a minute ago saying, you know, Keanu's in the flashback portion, but it's not a flashback. That's like saying it's a flashback to the Bible stories. Right? Yeah, no, like, yeah, it's not a flashback. It's a story. Right. It's a it's a <laughs> like a framing device, basically, to <laughs> very. Yeah, it's a framing device <laughs> to, uh, you know, it's them. It's the poten- like the kid, the little boot, not the, no, not the little Buddha, the, 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 the white kid in the white Seattle kid. who's he's, like the center of the story. Yeah, basically, they're, he's being told a story. Right. And, and it's then, the story of right, Keanu then, Reeves yeah. as Siddhartha. And I do like the way that they play with the, the coloring of the film. Like everything in Seattle is very drab yeah. and, and blue gray. And yeah. it just feels kind of, except yeah. for when the Tibetan Buddhists show up and when they start telling the story and everything is just beautiful and vivid and bright. And, mm-hmm. and even as the kid is getting more and more into the story, like there's little things they're playing with the light so that like there's that scene where the parents come home and it's still all blue and drab, mm-hmm. but down the hall where the kid is reading about the Buddha. And I think he was actually doing, he was imitating the meditation under the snake. Yeah. There's, it's all colorful and yeah. lit down the hall. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff is like, all right, nice work it's like thumbs up yeah i mean it's kind of like <laughs> the kid's getting enlightened literally <laughs> there's light coming from his room okay so let's yeah let's kind of go through it then so we we start off with these monks uh coming to seattle because Which is, it's wacky it's yeah. just these these monks these tibetan monks and there's just so not normal for American society. It's just so funny. There's the one guy's just smiling all the time. So you know, funny. You know, when they <laughs> when they approach one of the when they approach Bridget, Brid- Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Yeah, the mom. The mom. Who I mean her hair. <laughs> first of all, if we can It's quite nineties. It's quite early nineties. Yeah. She looks just fine. She looks just right. But I, but the part like the part of her hair was really <laughs> agitating me because it was like a six inch part. You know what I mean? Like just I don't the, even notice it because it was just the way people looked back then. No, especially Bridget I know, Fonda. But it was it was agitating. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I didn't put it together. Like she's also in singles, right? Like somehow they just pigeonholed her as somebody who is as an actress. She has to take place in Seattle. That's it. And you know what's funny about Bridget Fonda is that. Every role she's ever been in, I'm pretty sure it was Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Uh-huh. I don't remember Bridget Fonda in any movie, and I looked at some of the movies she's been in, and I was like, I thought that was Jodie Foster. I was, I think, I think I thought it was someone else too, but not Jodie Foster. But I had like a similar experience of like, who is this? Oh no, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. I was oh, thinking okay. the same thing as, as it, it, she is Jennifer Jason Lee in all of the movies in the '90s. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyways, she's <laughs> the, these monks come to approach her, and I in my mind I was thinking, God, I, there's another movie. Yeah, there's this a, movie. There's another version of this movie where all the monks come and take her away and kill her. Yeah, or <laughs> or like it becomes kind of a thriller, which that I, that would annoy me. I wouldn't like that movie. Me either. But the weird thing is that there. Every time they were in Seattle, there was ominous music playing. Uh-huh. The score was so ominous that I was like, yeah. somebody's about to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, it's interesting to me that 
I believe at least Bernardo Bertolucci was celebrated as like this master artisan, at mm-hmm. least at the time. Um, because the casting of all of the main characters in this movie are couldn't be worse. Right? I know. Like they could not be further from what this movie needs. The husband. Chris Isaac is awful. The worst. He is so miscast in this so movie. So bad. Other than he's just real pretty. Like he looks it's insane. great. He looked like if they were just taking stills of scenes, he and Bridget Fonda and the little kid, they look great. But the, there is no sense that they are real people at all. You know what I was thinking would have made this movie infinitely better? <laughs> infinitely better. Just all, uh, removing all of the flashback nonsense yeah. to the, the Buddha story? Is take, get, get rid of Chris Isaac, yeah. the, the husband character. Get rid of the character entirely? No. Okay. Recast it with... Keanu Reeves. That was also what I was thinking. I was like, oh, when the little kid shows up, I was like, oh, am I mistaken? Is Keanu the husband in this? That would have been so... Because the whole thing is, you know, the dad character is yeah. like it's, this asshole, kind of like this uptight asshole. Well, he's he's just supposed to be a Western guy. Yeah, who's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's just like, yeah, I don't believe in reincarnation. A cynic, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and he's got, I mean... It's valid. You know, on, on paper, <laughs> he's, he's a very interesting character. That's what I mean is like... They put a lot on Chris Isaac's shoulders to carry in this. And, and he's, even at that time, like he's been in a couple things, but not, he hasn't in no way demonstrated that he's capable, capable of yeah, carrying oh yeah. this much load. But Keanu, I think, could, I think have, done could a, have done an yeah. amazing job of yeah. playing the, you know, the Western cynic. Or yeah. even if they would, they could have even still had it be like. Be both. He be, could have been both. Because it's true the too. kid imagining this, so it wouldn't be unfathomable oh, that I he's like just that. envisioning his own father as the the buddha yeah and it would have made sense right to have it be keanu reese well, it would have made that it would have made the siddhartha role a little more palatable as an audience and like well okay, yeah it's supposed to be the kid's imagination it's still happening on screen but at least okay there's a reason for it but as it is there's no reason yeah, for it. and you could have even had that character you know be from you know that area of the world right and then him get, like getting back in touch with his, you know. Yeah, his... except for that, that does, I think the underlying idea of the story is that like, it's not regional. It's not, I mean, it's just, right. it's just yeah. spirits, whatever, transcending death, which I, I don't know what the purpose of this movie is. I, I've said that on a lot <laughs> of movies, but I've re- wrote it down three times. What is this movie for? Why is this movie happening? Oh, I, I, one of the notes that I wrote was this movie somehow manages to be two and a half hours long yeah. while managing to say absolutely Ab- nothing. Absolutely nothing. It and was offensive. It, that to me was more offensive than the brown face. <laughs> I, and they they structure it. They come to. Okay, because it's about finding the kid, right? The, mm-hmm. the first half hour or so of the movie is like trying to convince the parents that this kid might be a reincarnate and, and would they be okay with like bringing the kid back to like, I don't know what, undergo a series of tests or whatever mm-hmm. their, their criteria are. And then they just kind of shoehorn a couple of other kids that might also be, which, okay, fine. The, the spirit, maybe it's, they don't know where it's from. But then when they get to that point in, you know, the present day timeline, they shift over and now the uh, uh, the tension or, or or whatever is the the llama who is now in charge, who's looking for his teacher in these kids, the reincarnation of his own teacher in these kids. 
he's about to die. Yeah. So they have to do all this before that guy dies. I mean, and it's not like there's not like pressure on it, but that's kind of what you pick up as where <clears throat> why there's any urgency whatsoever. Because there, there is no reason to bring the kid back and evaluate him now. Just like mark it in time. And, you know, they're, they're these apparently this set of Tibetan monks, their entire purpose is to find this guy. So they're going to sit around for 30 years if it takes 30 years for the guy to show up. So. There's no urgency other than this guy might die and he needs to find out now to bring him back, which is not well described in the movie. No. And is really just an excuse to get everybody back in Nepal so they can just have one location for the filming, right? Because even the stuff where uh, Siddhartha first leaves his his enclosed, you know, like the the story of the Buddha, part of it is, is he's raised in absolute wealth and, mm-hmm. and security and, and all of yeah, the, he's a the prince. but it's even worse, right? Like the father has removed any knowledge of pain and suffering right. and aging and death, mm-hmm. everything. He's supposedly unaware of anything in the world. And then he sees the two old people and he follows them out past the, the facade. His father has forced upon everybody to put in front of his prince son. And it's the same little village where later on, uh, Jamie, the kid, the white kid, mm-hmm. goes running back and experiences has you know the same experiences, right? Like they're doing the thing where the kid is walking through the same experiences as the Buddha right. as part of his un- becoming intimately connected with this sense of yeah, becoming enlightened. Oh my god! <sighs> but it, it's effectively they're trying to make that story of enlightenment somehow engaging, and it's it it isn't. That's no. part of the whole point. Is it, it's a deeply personal spiritual. Uh, experience that must be had within your own consciousness that can't be translated. That's the entire point. And so they're trying to throw in some, make it exciting by telling it to children and, and making us the movie viewers watch it through these children's eyes. But it's so clearly children's eyes that are depicted by an adult trying to make it palatable to children, right? Like the whole like at the end oh, when he's yeah. getting the spiritual and when he's when he's sitting in front of the the tree where he found enlightenment or whatever and yeah. like all of those massive special effects the special effects are pretty good especially yeah. for 93 oh, they're, right. they're great that yeah cool. that whole like the army's coming after him and the the storms and the flames and the fires and all that and the is, arrows turn to flowers yeah i like that, that it was, was cool that was cool but then to me, recognizing that the kids who are all like at the same time sitting on the other side of the tree watching it all unfold in their imaginations are actually experiencing it somehow, that annoyed me real bad. Yeah. And I understood that that was, you know, in the, you know, that's basically the end of the movie where they're trying to integrate the story, the historical idea to today with these kids. Like, you know, it's still alive today. it doesn't. What's the point? This is stupid. Oh that, yeah, that's it doesn't the whole add point. up. Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 kids <laughs> never seem to go through any like because they're not they're, they're kids. I they, know. But, even if they turn out to be the llama, they still have 40, 50 years of enli- of living to do to reach enlightenment. Right. They're right. Not gonna... And there's <clears throat> there seems to be like no obstacles in no. the movie. There seems to be there's no conflict really. No, none at all. There's no, no... E- even in the Buddhist story, right? Because that's the point is he's experiencing his own in- internal conflicts, and so it's all metaphor and they're trying to put it on the screen but it's understood to be metaphor even on the screen so it's like okay cool yeah it's like seeing a story of adam and eve and a big snake comes down and you know like cool but okay. I, but i mean at least with the buddha story there is the you know 
he does have to make a choice mm -hmm. to go out and yeah, you and, know experience suffering and all that stuff so and that part of it the beginning part where he first leaves and ha you know and we get a, f a sense of what the the at least the story of the buddha what you know what he rejected in his own uh wealth and and um and privilege to mm -hmm. go and have an actual life and experience the world you know i that at least gives us something to, to that's tangible because mm -hmm. from that point forward, it's just like, oh, yeah, so he just sits around and gets all gross uh, yeah, and lives off of bird droppings is what they said. Yeah. <sighs> and rainwater and dirt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that whole, yeah, because it, it's with the aesthetics, right, which I'm, I'm assuming is a also an understood story in Eastern uh, philosophy, I guess. I, don't, I mean, those characters were presented as though you know, an audience, and I'm guessing there is an audience that would immediately understand what that means and who they are, what they represent. But, you know, from, from a Western perspective, they're just some grungy guys who reject all fucking everything to just sit in the woods and meditate, right? Like right. They're, they're trying to lose all connection with their bodies entirely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> Siddhartha Buddha. Yeah. He becomes, realizes that that is not, the way yeah, that that's not enough right yeah that's that's going too far right 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 like the story of the the, the fishing hit, line the fishing line or no no it was a was it a fishing line i thought he was saying no it was a he heard a musician on the, on oh, the boat right so yeah you, you pull it too tight it's gonna break and if you don't pull it well, if you make it too oh, loose okay. it won't strum gotcha. or whatever you know and so then he realized oh i'm pulling too tight by <clears throat> yeah i'm leaning too far the other way yeah into do rejection you, do you have you like uh studied buddhism mm -hmm. at all or studied it no i remember as i was watching this i was like this is a little more familiar than i it reasonably but i think i did write like a term paper on it it was one of the first term papers i ever wrote so it, like kind of sticks with me like mm -hmm. the, the level of like oh this is interesting I'll, I'll write a story on it or a paper on it but you know and i read siddhartha when i was like 17 or something okay. that Herman Hel uh, Herman Hess book okay and, uh, but I it, you know just the loose idea so the story I think this story was kind of based on that at least that interpretation I assume that book was also based off of the actual story I mean whether I don't know <clears throat> I never really bothered to I, I I understood reading it that it was still just someone's story about this that it wasn't necessarily the right real air quote real you know buddhist philosophy but it you know, mm -hmm. seemed perfectly in line with it yeah i i'm i'm familiar with like uh daoism a little bit only from the dao of Pooh. yeah yeah me the, too the dao of Pooh, and then <clears throat> the day of piglet uh i have that but i have not read it um <laughs> but i want to yeah all of those i read a long time ago so like i have vague recollections of them yeah um <clears throat> but yeah buddhism not not so much uh the idea of enlightenment. I mean, I, I, I feel I like it. Yeah, you know exactly what I know of it. I like. Yeah, but I've never been. I'm too cynical to really get into anything. No, and that's why that's why <laughs> it, ultimately all of this annoys me because they're leaning heavily into the religiosity of it, right? right. And that's what the Tibetan monks are are presenting is this religion, like. Part of me was thinking, especially, you know, towards the end when they're doing the ceremony and he has to go to the, the cleric or whatever to really determine which of the three kids is for sure. Because they all are keep passing. Pick a hat. They all keep picking, <laughs> but they all keep passing the tests the same way, right? right. They, they each have their own individual way of going about it, but they all seem to have the same. So they're all passing and then <clears throat> they go to the cleric and it's like this 
weird like he's all adorned in 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 nice robes and there's gold and there's like and he's beating a drum and it's all and it's all like mystical and odd and and all i could think was this is you know if why is this considered like oh this means it must be this must there there's something to this because look at how significant they're they're how serious they're taking it and and it must be something like it must be more real than western religion because western religion is you know so whatever blanket uh uh corrupt or right whatever. but but all i could think was like why why would you not assume that these are also corrupt people they i mean this is a structured religion it doesn't look like a white structure so thereby it must be more valid but why would you think that it's still a structure that's taking hundreds of children and raising them in this you know weird environment totally in in a very structured dogma and they're they're living a very specific worldview and just like any religion there's like elements that brought the ideas there that are like yeah this is about positivity and peace and Mm -hmm. whatever all the positive balance and but it's a structured religion there is perversion in it and there's going to be something wrong like that guy doing all that banging on the drum all i could think was why wouldn't you look at that and be like yeah this is just like a guy speaking in tongues that doesn't make it just because that guy is so into it he believes everything that he's doing doesn't make it any more real than some evangelical uh whatever that religion is that 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 will go and fall down and be <laughs> yeah. like oh i'm so blessed i was touched by the the lord like good for you it's still just nonsense that you're believing right yeah. like so that annoyed me that that was the like the big critical moment of this movie because then it comes out and he's like i think you might teach her i finally get to see you and he's like yeah there's a little bowing to each of the three kids and then they're just kind of does something happen i don't even remember the guy dies and that's kind of it he talks to him from at the beyond <clears throat> oh, the grave right. then he's up up top talking to them like, yeah i don't that does bug me because and i guess because i'm not as familiar with buddhism as maybe other people but i always took it as something that was more um more individual um, yeah individual and that's why i'm and, saying i think it's yeah. the religiosity of it that is the perversion right like at its core is the story of the buddha and like finding enlightenment and i think the guy's message or the the idea of the guy i don't even know you know who, who knows if the buddha was any more real than jesus right like whatever just because it was around for 700 years before that the stories existed doesn't make it any more valid that that's actually somebody who existed or just a right. parable right regardless that is a personal experience and it's extremely personal, right? Western religion, that to me is the big difference is all of those are built on this more like the world is, the universe, the God is separate from you and you have to like do something to realign yourself in the God's eyes versus Buddhist enlightenment is an awareness that we are all just one and it's just this connection and there is no separation of you. Yeah, like and an awareness other. of oneself. Yeah, or as the lack of oneself, right? right. Like the lack of the, the awareness that one's self is the universe or, or whatever, right? Well, yeah. But but the, it's annoying that that wasn't delineated in any way in the movie, that instead it's like kind of waving hand connection to all of the stuff that becomes the Tibetan religion that these Tibetan monks are trying to propagate. Right, yeah, because I wish the movie could have gone into it uh, objectively. Yeah, and or or just, you know, focused on 
the journey of this kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this kid who is potentially like the reincarnation of this enlightened llama. And and I see like they were sort of trying to do that, but just kind of letting it go every time it got anywhere near it. They just kind of let it flitter off. Yeah. The, 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 the thing of like these, isn't it strange that these two would, or these three or two uh-huh. or whatever would find each other amongst all these people. Oh, right, right. And it's like, okay, well, I can, you know, I can see kind of like yeah. going down that path. Yeah. But yeah, then when they, he runs into the other kid who's also one of the, the potential candidates, yeah. yeah just yeah, randomly. They could have, they could have done so many different things yeah. with the movie and they just seem to not really be interested in doing any of no, it. No, they were, they, they seemed very interested in like the way that it, was presented in the color and the cinematography, which yeah. I appreciate. It was very sure. well done, but the, it's like they got hung up on all that and just just the story and the way it was being presented, like by the actors, was incidental. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no plot. There really, there's no no. no. Uh, there doesn't really seem to be a moral or a there theme. doesn't. There doesn't. I mean, the closest thing would be sort of getting the Chris Isaac's dad character to at least acknowledge that possibly reincarnation is a possible thing. But what the frustrating thing about that, too, is I what I would like to see. And I guess this is subjective, right? Like what I would like to see in the movie, you know, is my uh, what, what I, you know, what I would like to see uh-huh. what I what I would appreciate in the movie and kind of going along with Buddhism mm-hmm. of it being like this individual thing is I would have really I would have preferred it to be the dad coming to the conclusion that like, oh, well, I get it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. matter if he is the reincarnation or not. Yeah. What and matters is like balance and I, coming, and I, you know. I, I can see that on the page somewhere too. Me too. Like yeah. what they were trying to do and they just didn't come close. I know. And I don't know. I, like with the, because the dad's character, the, 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 the boss or friend or his coworker who's been his best friend forever who winds up Bankrupt or killing himself or something like off, you know, just a story. Um, Like you can see that that's part of why, like they don't do a good job of explaining that that's part of why the dad, you know, does a 180 on the idea of letting his kid go to Nepal and find out all this stuff. Right. Cause initially he's like, he's objectively right. Like he's like, so you want to come take my kid to the other end of the world without his parents. And like, that's kidnapping. (laughs) Right. And they, they did a pretty good job of like soft pedaling all that so that it wasn't entirely ridiculous that because they approached him, you know, very, very politely. And they're just like, Hey, we think this, mm-hmm. of course, we're not going to take your kid. We're just letting you know that this is, he's on our radar and we would like him to come and we want to bring you guys along. But you know, it, mm-hmm. it never felt it didn't, it, there could be a movie where that became the tension where it was like fighting with these Tibetan monks or something. Mm-hmm. But again, the, 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 the father's like resistant to this cause it's a total disruption of their life. Right. But then the guy dies. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a, a moral, like all of a sudden he realizes like everything he's valued is, is not, you know, when, when someone close to you dies, you have a, a re, you, you know, you're like, yeah, you, you reset, reset. You're like, yeah. Oh shit. You know, what really is important mm-hmm. in this life? And so, yeah, it makes sense that he has that reflection on the bridge, which that was weird that they're standing over like a, a, a bridge on the freeway and just looking at traffic. Like they actually so put odd. the camera down on that for a minute, and you're like, "What? I, am I supposed to draw something from this?" Well, like, that's what's so frustrating is that they, if they would have just kind of, if they would have honed in on yeah. what they were trying to get across, yeah. they could have excised. It's a two and a half hour long fucking movie. <laughs> they could have 
gone into yeah. some like good and, stuff, but instead they just meander. Yeah. Well, and like the coloring choices and and the vividness versus the dullness, like <laughs> they weren't they weren't they weren't resistant to just hitting you over the head with an idea. So oh, go go all the way. Hit us over the head with like here's Western culture. It's too fast, or there's too much concrete, and there's like you know. I would have been fine with me that. too. I would have been, been like. Great. Okay. I'm on yeah. board. But. There's so much I would have been <laughs> fine with. You know what I mean? But the, like when I got to the end of the movie, for, first of oh, all. It really felt like a, a, a rope that had frayed beyond the point oh, yeah. of even be able to hold on to what, at what, that point. When I, I think like about 30 minutes in, I looked at the time. <laughs> And I was like, that's also right around when it's right around when Keanu shows up in brownface too, right? Yeah. (laughs) Then when we got to an hour and a half, Uh I was like, I cannot believe that there is another hour. Another hour. I cannot believe. Really, nothing happens in that last hour. Oh my god! Because at that point in the you know the dual timeline of telling the the Mm -hmm. Siddhartha story. All he's doing at that point is meditating. Right. right. So oh. every time they go back, he and is just when, sitting there. When they get to the tree and he's like <laughs> fighting the the not ego fighting, demon, just sitting. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah but, not fighting. Fighting by not fighting. Right. <laughs> There's still a half hour left of the movie. I was baffled. I couldn't believe. I could not believe it. Yeah. I was like, I, but the messaging right there was that is good. Like if they just cut the rest of the. If they just cut it down to the, I, I know earlier I said cut out the Buddha part, but honestly, that's clearly the only part that the director was super interested in, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's where all the energy and effort was put. Right. Just put that into an hour long movie and sell it to PBS and just be done with it, right? Like it was, it was a nice story telling yeah. of the Buddha story, right? Sure. And the fact that they put a white person in there and colored in brown makes it impossible to do what I just described. But right. had they done that with, okay, Bollywood existed at that point. Oh yeah. There for sure. I, I don't have any idea who, but there would be at least, I'm going to guess three actors who could have played that role and also had the, the physical demeanor, right? Like, well, that's why we know, like we understand now that why that's so problematic is because there's so many Indian actors yes, exactly. that could have played the role. Like when, you know, like, but they uh, they obviously went to that pool to cast the rest of the Indian right. characters. So. But I mean, like that's what you know, like with Scarlett Johansson coming under oh, fire for like playing yeah. like a transgender person. It's like, well, there's a lot of transgender Wait. people. Where did she do that? I thought it was because she played the Asian woman. In, well, in that the, too. Oh. There was bo- there was two. Really, what cool. did she play as a transgender? I didn't. No, know she hasn't. Thing. Oh, she got cast as a transgender person oh, in an upcoming movie, and there was a backlash. Oh, I didn't know. This was soon, uh, like right after Ghost of the Machine. Yeah, basically Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Or Ghost in the show. Yeah, because there's plenty of you yeah. know actors and actresses yeah. that could do that that yeah. are of that group. Yeah, that well, could do I, it. I also follow the there's desire to put a major name there. That's, For sure, that's the danger. But again, Bollywood, there are hundreds and hundreds of millions of of people in that region of the world and who are going to be down with seeing that person exactly. In there. And so you're not losing an the, audience. There. The, what you do then is you just pad it, the supporting cast yeah. with big names. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. what you do. And like instead of Bridget Fonda, have it be. She's not too bad at that point. Bridget Fonda is not. I mean, there's who, who else are you going to do it? No, in 1993? no, but she, at that point, I don't think, she, I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not super familiar with okay, her. She was but, never a huge movie star, but again, who, I mean, the, the Chris Isaac, I think, is is a more atrocious casting. For sure. Bridget Fonda is fine in that role. She's she's a good enough name, big enough name, rather. Um, but, I mean, that's why you put 
yeah, I'm, I'm zoning Keanu, out. Yeah, that's Keanu why you put Keanu been, as yeah. the Chris Isaac part. Yeah. I wonder and then have. I wonder if he didn't. Want, I wonder if that was the original idea, and Keanu's like, "No, I want to be Buddha." That would be really annoying. <laughs> I, I, I am curious. I don't um, know if there's a way to find that out at this point. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll check. I'm I'm gonna look on IMDb really quick. This movie bombed, by the way. Yeah, because it it's lost not a well, fuck ton of money. It's not good. They, no, that's what I'm saying. Is the only place they put the effort was in the Buddha story, and even that is like. Uh, after school special level of inform informative right like yeah. it's informative and interesting only if you already are interested in it and you're likely to have already seen it so that's why it's like to me like a, a, a retelling of you know it's like I think in the like 50s and 60s and maybe 70s they were doing bible stories all over the place because right. people wanted to see it and mm -hmm. you if you saw it or you you already were interested in it by the time you went to go look at it and it's the right. same thing with this, right? Yeah. Like you must already. So if the idea was to get more people interested in Buddhism, Tibetan Buddhism specifically, this movie failed. And right. It's not a surprise to me that it failed box office to to reflect that failure in the film itself. But what, I mean, what, the you, movie what are the numbers? You're making some faces there. It what cost thirty five million dollars to make. That actually made... surprises me. I would have guessed one hundred and thirty. Well, it only made four million. <laughs> so quattro. Quattro million? Yeah. <laughs> no, come yes. on. Uh, that's that's somebody really fucking it over. Go, go to Mojo, Box Office Mojo. Okay. Um, but really quick while I'm doing that, did you? So a couple of fun uh, uh, alternate casting. Oh yes. Um, are these? Are you reading these, or are these just ones that you jotted down? <laughs> reading them. Okay. So Eric Stoltz was uh, approached to play the dad character. Oh god, I thought you were gonna say the Buddha. <laughs> no, the, the who was approached to play the Buddha. Even, even more whack. Uh, <laughs> Who? Marlon Brando. Uh, I, <laughs> I want to lose my fucking mind. That must have just been for the very end when the Buddha's supposed to be fat, dumb, and happy, right? Like, because by 1993, Marlon Brando was a gargantuan it's, human. Yeah, <clears throat> it's insane. That's that's somebody that's, that's again un unbelievable. People are going back and fucking with this movie in on the internet in hindsight. There's no way that that's true, dude. Come on, there's no fucking way. No, I mean maybe. <laughs> I mean it's absolutely possible. But no, yeah, it made four four point eight million dollars to date. Whoa, that is a and that's worldwide major too. World well, and again, or no wait, that might be no, that's domestic today. And, and again, in, uh, you know, viewing it through today's eyes, obviously a lot of things are different, but the international audience is a much bigger calc part of the calculation than it was then, for sure, right? Yeah, like, but this was an international production. I know, but, the, but, production. but in terms of movie studios weren't, they were building all of it on American sales first and foremost, and then the rest of it would be icing Great. on the cake. Yeah, yeah, but- you know, a movie like this today, they would have for sure cast it. You know, I, I think I even took the note. Dev Patel would definitely be fucking the Buddha if, if they were doing it today, right? Like, you couldn't have a better role for that guy because he's beautiful and he's, you know, rail thin or could be if, if necessary. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's, he's not problematic in the role. Yeah. And he's a good actor, right? So he's Ansari. No, no. Dev Patel. <laughs> Aziz, fuck that. <laughs> Aziz would be the partner who like shows him around. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Aziz, I'm sorry. I almost, I almost wish this movie were remade. 
Um, I don't at all. And I, I was like, that's I was like, I had like air quotes around like if they remade this movie because I don't even. No, because the thing is, is the one of the reasons this movie is so fucking frustrating is because I was excited to see this movie, having like I didn't really know anything about it. Um, Why were you excited about it? Because I was hoping to kind of get some insight into. Uh, Buddhism. Or... Well, you did. I mean, maybe you didn't appreciate the story. I mean, it does give you a good. Uh, it is like a Sunday school version. I know, of... but that's not what I wanted. What oh, I okay. wanted is what I wanted was I wanted some like themes to chew on, and Got I wanted to, yeah, you're right. I wanted you're like right. something yeah, to. Been... Thi- I wanted stuff to think about. I wanted it to, True. you know, present I, and Buddhist I... principles in a way that were like palatable. You're right, and that. Should have been the objective of the film, and and maybe it was Bernardo Bertolucci's initial idea, and he just fucking lost it somewhere along the line, yeah. or, or it just <laughs> fell apart in the editing. It, I, I I can't imagine. I can imagine some of that is just because they did such a poor job casting those American people, especially. Yeah, like, like Chris Isaac I, is so bad. It's just bad. He's just, and it's not even his fault. He's just not capable of carrying that level. Like. And the Why? kid was bad. The kid was not good. Yeah. No. And, no, and like, okay, so they go to Nepal. He's just like, lets the kid go running off on his own. He's nine. Yeah. He's supposed to just be running around on this. This. Where are they in Nepal? Like in some big. Kathmandu. Kathmandu. And, and the monk is like, oh, he'll be fine. And he's just running around. And then that's when he goes and he sees all the same things that the Buddha saw in his story and all of the. But some time passes, and the kid just comes running down the street, and the dad's just sitting up. They're all just eating dinner, and he's like, oh, hey, buddy. In the timeline of the film, he's a single dad in Kathmandu with his only child, and he hasn't seen him in hours. And right. the kid's just been running around on the streets. Right. That does not fucking process, dude. There is oh, no. no form of, of parenting that that makes sense. Oh, right, right. Like, yeah. Unless you live there and that's your neighborhood and you just, you grew up running around those streets. Oh, yeah. But um. no, it's it's insane. The, the, the... And that's just a minor nitpick, but I was just like, yeah. what the fuck? The, the characterizations of all, all of them was yeah. so irritating. Especially, and like the Bridget Fonda character just drops off the map for yeah, some fucking reason. There's no fucking, no, there's no reason sudden, they couldn't have written it so that she could go along and yeah. have their, you know. Have, have it be a family. Have it be a family and yeah. have that be like the core of the story is like the no. family kind of coming to understand it. No, but it, instead, she just gets left behind in Seattle, which by the way, they make it very clear it's in Seattle by showing the Space Needle <laughs> 150 <laughs> times. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> they never let you forget it's in Seattle. No, and you're right. Like I, I, I felt... I knew I hadn't, but part of me, like when that tension suddenly happened, I was like, did I miss a part where there, there's also now a problem between them as a couple? Like the, it was almost framed as if there was also a divorce pending because of this behavior, but it, it made no sense. It made no sense. Like just have her come along, uh, like you said, or have it happen later, right? Like they're not in a rush, right? right. There's no rush. Like, or have her go instead. I don't know, like... <sighs> There's oh, a mil- yeah. there's a there's a million alternate choices and they just seem to make all of the worst the wrong ones. ones. I know. I know. I I feel like we're just going to fucking beat this movie up. Well, let, let's let's talk about Keanu yeah, a little. Yeah, I was bit. just about to say the same thing. What? D- okay. What is he fucking doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let's if we can put aside yeah, yeah. all of the offensive 
problematic things about it. <laughs> Did you? Here's my note. Wait, Keanu's playing an Indian. Oh, oh God. Oh, he's using an Indian accent. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh no. Oh God. <laughs> it's tough because he. Uh, I like. I want to be nice to Keanu Reeves because I love him so much. Um, but we have to be. We do have to be objective. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. He is bad. Uh, I don't know. Because okay. he, okay, I feel like he's doing exactly what he's being asked to do, right? He's supposed to be a caricature, and he's so much so he's being painted brown. He's got the, the special uh, pharaoh-style eye makeup on, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be really, really ignorant, Right at the beginning, that's the whole point, right? Like he's that the character of the prince yeah. is ignorant of the world, right? And and if anything, he's not as egotistical as my memory of that story has him being. Like he is a full blown prince. Like nothing touches him. He has no concept of the real world. Everything is about him. Mm-hmm. And so he's actually more friendly and kind to the people around him than I would have expected. So maybe it is a poor acting because he's supposed to be more unlikable in those earlier before he leaves his his kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're right. He's bad, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm looking at... I'm remembering like his mannerisms and his speech patterns and it's... But I, He's it, just not it? bringing anything to the role at he, all. He isn't, but... But I mean, flip that. What is there to bring? Like he is just in the middle of a Bible story, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I it's, guess it's a parable and he's just supposed to be walking through the, the behaviors in the parable. So there's no real plot. There's no real character development. There's no characters sure. to play off of even in the story. Like he yeah. has a woman who is apparently his wife. In Which his, I didn't realize. Right. Because there's no reason for there to be, there's no other than like them looking at each other one scene and then the next scene she's touching her belly. Like it's, it's, it's like a Bible story. It's like reading the stories from the Bible where you just go from object A to object B and like time passes because somewhere in the next little stanza or whatever, it says time has passed. Right. Right. But that's why Bible stories all fucking suck. Yeah. And that's why, (laughs) and that's why this sucks. Right. Cause it's not a story. There's no, there's no plotting to it, which is what I think that book does is it turns it into a story and makes it a narrative that you can read. Right. And it would have been better to just lean into that narrative and make the movie about that. Right. Make that movie. And it's frustrating because you, I keep saying it's frustrating, but it is very frustrating. It is very frustrating. Because there's so many movies about this type of thing that are able to, mm-hmm. that are well-written, mm-hmm. that can write it. Even The Last Temptation of Christ had come out uh, like right before this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, And that takes that fucking dull-ass story and at least makes it more palatable to the modern audience. Right. And maybe that's part of why this movie got made. I don't know. Yeah. And and, and there's like, there's been, how many movies have been made about like the monkey king? You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The monkey king. What is that? You know, and like, there's like the East Asian. The monkey king. Uh, <laughs> there's like the East Asian myth of the, the monkey king or the story of the monkey king. Uh, I don't know about this. And it's been in, uh, I think there's like, uh, did you ever see that the most, I think, uh, most like Western one is uh, the Forbidden Kingdom with like Jackie Chan and 
oh gently really yeah. i didn't realize that was based on a on a uh <clears throat> religious story or whatever it's i don't know if it's like so much religious but it's just you know or, it's like a it's like folklore okay okay you know what i mean yeah so there's you can do it and make it interesting yeah and you yeah, can make yeah. it a, no, a you, real story um i felt once Keanu like rejects all of his material goods and like and they they embody that by him giving his princely robes to a, a pauper mm-hmm. and then walking off into the woods to go be with the go well he winds up with the aesthetics I don't think he's going there objectively to be with them um I felt like from there forward he, he does a pretty good job right like all he needs to do is just sit and meditate right mm-hmm. so he's just sitting there and I, I I gotta believe that's the main reason they cast him is because he's rail thin and then if he drops another 30 pounds which he apparently did for this movie or at least 15 he's super duper skinny right, right? and so that's all you need is someone who's going to be able to embody an emaci- emaciated look because that's what he's supposed to have done is basically not eaten for five years <clears throat> and then from there forward he doesn't do anything he just sits and he has like weird like conversations with no one in particular, and then it just goes away. Right? Yeah. Like, and then that last sequence where he's he's just sitting, he's just sitting in the lotus position with his hand, you know, with the little making a little circle in front of his dick, and has that goofy smile on his face. <laughs> and that I, I, looking at him there, I'm like, that's why they cast him because he looks great. He just looks like goofy, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I. I I, you're right. I guess it's not so much that he's bad. It's just that he that he's not really given anything to do. Mm-hmm. No, and like, I, no. What it's annoying because it's like what a waste. Yeah, what yeah. a waste of Henry. You're, you're right. He would have been better as the dad because then he could have brought some. Well, they could have at least had the hope of connecting the stories, the 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 parable, flashback story to the modern day. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I mean this this was. Such a <laughs> somewhere near he took a note specific about his his acting. Let me see. This is, oh, here's it. This movie fetishizes the purity of modern Tibetan Buddhism. It's, it's understood that Buddhists. Uh, it's understood that Buddhism <laughs> has a more pure motivation, even in the collected or uh, all that stuff I was just talking about, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I Keanu is. Yeah, just waste it. He's yeah. wasted in on in the movie, and it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, it is dumb. It, it it's a dumb movie. It's, and I believe I read that they had, oh, yeah. uh, like a monk as a consultant on the movie. I'm sure or they multiple did. monks. Well, I'm sure they did. I mean, like I don't think Bernardo Bertolucci is a practicing Tibetan Buddhist. No, but I think he to practicing Tibetan Buddhism. Buddha, while I don't know how you say he that. was uh, Buddhist practitioner filming, um, or no, Jeremy Thomas. So he was a producer of the movie, um, and I guess he no during the filming of the movie he became friends with uh, the lamas. Um, so a, a specific lama who was an advisor on the film. It was Lama Zongsar. Jam Yang Yensi Rin Rinpocheng Rinpocheng yeah that's a very long name <laughs> tough that was tough that was I I let's see let me oh well come on now you fuck come on what's going on With Wikipedia they <laughs> gave they, the pronun- instead of giving like a pr- uh, pronunciation they have it in <laughs> Tibetan <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn you. No, but your point is, is like they had all the material there to make this. I, I guess. I mean, I, I guess the the. Well, okay. No, I I my my take on having the advisor there uh, was for the modern day. Like they were showing rituals that are presumably what you know realistic rituals to today or at the time today. Mm-hmm. Um. And so you'd want an advisor on there to be like, I don't want to be exploiting this. Please, you know, help me sure. look at this with the proper lens. And so that's thoughtful. And 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 they presumably present it that way, right? Like I didn't yeah. feel exploitative watching them go through the, like the death ritual and the the stuff that they were doing. No, it was for done whatever with, reason yeah, they were doing it. Yeah, I mean, it was done with respect to right. Buddhist practices and, yeah. and and stuff like that. So, you know, that's not a, a ding against it or anything, but. I w- yeah, I mean, I guess I just wish there would have been more. There's not a movie here. No, you're right, and and you're you are spot on with the like the lack of something to chew on once it's over, right? That's fundamentally why nobody wanted to see this movie because if people had come out of it and been like, I don't know, there's something about it that just made me really reconsider things that I hadn't thought about. Yeah, and like, but it doesn't do that at all. You're just like, okay, who fucking cares? Why are we even looking at this? It didn't. There was nothing in the movie that made me want to achieve enlightenment yeah or even learn more about it right, right? like who cares i would like to if i want to if i'm going to see a movie like this i want it to present something to me that i mm-hmm. then will go on and be like oh that like i want that's something that yeah. i want that's yeah. something that i want that yeah. seems attainable to me and, and and that's tough it is that's a tough thing to try and do in a movie for sure especially mm-hmm. a major motion picture like this like this is yeah 38 million dollar movie yeah. is nothing to it's, no you're not gonna it's not. No, and and honestly the idea that somebody threw 38 million dollars at a story like this is interesting in and of itself right like why would you possibly want to sp- i know s- basically sell a 40 million dollar bible story in 1993 right yeah that's strange it's very odd yeah, yeah. um and back to keanu back to keanu please uh, <laughs> I I don't have anything to say about it. I I thought I was going to say, like, the only other comment I had was, like, did you see the movie Housebound? Mm -mm. When he has been meditating... Okay, okay. They give him the ability, the Buddha, in the story. Like, it's such a parable that there's nothing realistic about the depiction of him. There's nothing realistic. Like, he, he appears to be able to just become enlightened like that like it's no problem for him to sit down thank you (laughs) there's no problem for him to to like sit and like suddenly be the best at the meditating the best at i'm the best at meditating (laughs) i'm the best seriously i am the best um you know like the aesthetics they come upon him and he's like fully just he's embraced the non-embracing of, of everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like the shirking of all physical needs and whatever. It's like, um, ignoring any, any physical desires or needs like food or sex or water or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And they depict that in the movie by like some big snake coming up and like protecting him from the storm. Oh, and then they're all just like, this is the man. We must follow him. That snake scene. Yeah. Was next level. Yeah. It was wild. (laughs) And, 
all of it is to just kind of quickly summarize why the aesthetics who have been doing this their entire lives presumably suddenly are like, well, this former prince who's Mm -hmm. only been doing it for a few weeks, this is the guy to follow. Mm -hmm. And so then they dedicate their lives to following him and, and then they reject him. They reject him when he realizes that their rejection of all things is too far, you know, swinging the pendulum too far, the, you know, away from material needs. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think is an interesting, again, back to the idea of it not leaning into the more interesting aspects of this, right? Like that is the meat and potatoes of this. That's like where this becomes interesting is like, it's not enough to reject all things because then you're not really doing anything. You have to be balanced. Right. And then the the struggle with the the, the five daughters who represent all of the like mm-hmm. emotional needs, like... Yeah, you know, I'd be I'd be losing out on that part right there. The, 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 oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right, like when a... she stro- when she like is about to tip over the the uh, water pot, uh-huh. and she like rub like pull, caresses her hand up the yeah. the shaft of it. Yeah, I was like, ooh, boy, you yeah, Well, yeah, that's the point, right? Because she's supposed oh, yeah. to be the one who's representing. Uh, what's the right horniness? Word? Well, yeah, we don't, we don't call it horniness. <laughs> All of man's needs, you know, horniness, <laughs> food, <laughs> and then it, the, the pot breaks, and that's yeah. the jizz. Oh god! <laughs> but housebound, like that's the okay, well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just look it up. He just looks okay. like a crazy skinny coot with super long wild yeah. hair, and he's just bedraggled with a monster beard, and just. <laughs> And the, the stuff about, you know, finding balance, to, that's infinitely more interesting mm-hmm. to me than anything else that happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there could be a million ways to present that yeah. cinematically. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, because that's like what it's all about, right? Is like you f- I, finding- I think so. For, well, just for me personally, like yeah. that's what I'm really interested in, you know. Uh, I assume that's the whole point of the the, the approach of the yeah. religion, for lack of a better word. I, I, I feel weird calling it a religion. I guess it is, but I, yeah, I agree. And they lean into like the weird arrows, the flaming arrows and the-, the, mm-hmm. the you know, ghost army that disappears and it all becomes flowers. And like, oh shit! I just remembered what you that. Speaking of that, holy shit! When Siddhartha is born, yes, that, okay. I we oh yes. my god! I can't believe we almost got through this whole thing without talking about that. <laughs> when the baby starts speaking, uh-huh. I wanted to die. Yeah, <laughs> no, I had a similar thought of like. Okay, for a because it, that's the story is like he was born with full consciousness and able to walk and able to walk and talk and communicate, and yet by the time he's an adult, he has no fucking concept of basic things of the world. A- aging, I was like, even yeah. though he has been aging, <laughs> yeah, all of it. What, like, what is that? He's old, <laughs> old. Yeah, what? it's like old. It's, it's not even consistent with its own parable, right? Like, right. If he's born with full full consciousness, he's going to be far more advanced than the rest of us. So by the time he's 25 or whatever, he should be super, super advanced. He yeah. should be like, have the wisdom of a 90-year-old We just guru. found a gaping plot hole in Buddhism. <laughs> <laughs> At least in that story that they're telling. Right, yeah. It, it was silly. It was just... And what's the point of that other than to say, which is weird, because if the... the the tenet is that we can all achieve enlightenment, then why does it require someone of as elevated uh, connection to the universe to present that to us? Right, because right? they make the point that 
he was just a man. He yeah. wasn't like a god or anything. He <laughs> Except he was born as a child who could walk and talk and cause no pain and to his mother. Flowers when he was born. blossomed where, <laughs> where he, he was in his footsteps. Yeah. And he could, yeah. There was, it, I mean, I don't know if that's part know. of the Buddhist. Uh, I, I think know, it's part of the Tibetan Buddhist uh, story, would be my guess. Okay. Because right? this is all framed through the Tibetan Buddhism. Right. Whatever. And, and, I, and this kicked off. I don't know if this kicked off or was just a reflection of the whole obsession with Tibetan Buddhism that that kind of pervaded the '90s, right? Like there was just a lot of. Well, that's why I was wondering if you had dabbled in it at all, because you're just because <laughs> you're of. In it. Just, no, I know, I know. What you're you're of that generation. I, and, I was aware of it because it was just a thing. Like, yeah, everyone was aware of it, right? Like, and I know that you have like an interest in not like. Mm. You know, just in like a consciousness. And... Yes, but not the religion aspect of it. Right. right. So, and the Tibetan stuff, the Tibetan Buddhists, you know, being kicked out of Tibet. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the story in here, right? Like, it's almost the kind of thing that like would be kind of anti-propagandistic from a Chinese perspective, right? Like, that is the underlying story here is that like they've been thrown in and they have to go to their brothers in Nepal and that's why they're there instead of mm-hmm. in Tibet, you know, so... Yeah, there is a, a inflammatory aspect of that out of the gate from an Asian perspective, from from China. You right. Know? I mean, I feel like that's my only real takeaway was that China is, and I appears to still be very sensitive about their treatment of Tibet and the Tibetan Buddhists. Right. They don't want to hear about it. They don't. They're just like, no, we don't want their fucking religion anywhere right. here anymore. And you know, that's been a big thing. And I, I feel like that was a big thing at this time, right? Mm-hmm. They, uh, uh, Adam Yao from the Beastie Boys was very into this, you know, helping realign mm-hmm. or get Tibetan, you know, free Tibet, right? Like the whole, you know, there were bumper stickers fucking everywhere. Yeah, and what, there were seven years in Tibet? What, yeah. Was that about that? I've never seen it, but... Uh, I I don't think it's about freeing Tibet, no, because that's that's oh. a story of a, of a guy going to learn it's i wonder if it does a better job of of have you not seen it no i don't think i bothered um but seven years is a long time to watch a movie i know dude it takes (laughs) a long time to get through seven years i can't believe brad pitt's still in that movie (laughs) it's like boyhood (laughs) (laughs) no i i believe that action happens before the china take chinese takeover it's supposed to be in like the 40s or something okay gotcha but no i mean i my guess is it's a similar uh a, a, a delivery vessel for bringing that Tibetan Buddhism to a Western audience. I mean, I don't, okay. I don't know any other reason than to make for them to make any of these movies. So, yeah. So yeah, I was disappointed <sighs> yeah, a lot in this movie very, just to kind of wrap was, up. Yeah. I was disappointed in this movie. I was hoping for something that had a little bit more meat on its bones yeah. that we could kind of chew on a little bit. Yeah. Um, even the excitement of having like the controversy to talk about, like even as I was coming here today to talk, I was like, that's not a lot to talk about, right? Like the the, the Keanu and Brownface, you know, that's you know two three minutes worth of conversation, and then other than that, there's nothing yeah I super mean, interesting about Keanu. It's in the a, movie. It is it's offensive for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but for, I mean, framing it through the lens of the time that it came out, um, it's yeah, it was no less problematic. It was just like you know old school uh i mean uh, your grandparents racism you just kind of uh, you roll your eyes and shut the door i right? mean ashton kutcher was did brown face in a pop chips commercial like did he 10 years ago 
What? Less than that. I don't know what a, a. I don't know what pop chips is. <laughs> and it's B. Like a, I don't remember this. Uh, they're like uh, I, they're just like a snack. And he. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm he, just gonna. Gaston Kutcher. He seems far more woke than that. Like I can. I can believe a brownface commercial happened in the last ten years, but I'm surprised to hear that it would be contained. Here, check, check this out. I wish I had it pulled up on the TV, but I didn't think wasn't planning on doing this. <laughs> Just came <laughs> to you. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I mean, yeah, it. if we're gonna remake this movie, let's put fucking Ashton Kutcher in there and have him play yeah. the Buddha. Why not? That's a, that's just an ad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. What are you talking about? Thing on the planet? Yes, it's Ashton Kutcher in brown makeup, what? pretending to be a Bollywood producer yeah. looking for love. This okay. most delicious thing on the planet? Yes, it's Ashton oh, Kutcher yeah. in brown yeah, makeup. Yeah, and that is effectively. I'm a Bollywood producer. I'm looking for the most delicious thing oh, on the boy, planet. Oh boy, oh yes, yeah. So I, I think, I, honestly, I think, and in the '93, the same thing. I think, yeah, because this Apu. Uh, the character of Apu would come around at roughly sure. the same time. Like mm-hmm. I think a few years before, it's kind of it, it was at least considered no more offensive than doing a deep Italian accent, right? Like making fun of East Indian mm-hmm. that the way that they speak or that 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 inflection that mm-hmm. we just heard from uh, 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 Ashton. Ashton. That's what Keanu's doing, right? Like he's there's well, even but, a point where he did the little head wobble. I, I will say though that Keanu, it's a little bit more tempered because well, I'm I, he at least is an actor somewhere in here. I don't I lost in the note, but he's trying, right? Like he is actually yeah. trying to act. He's trying to embody this as much as he can. Mm-hmm. And if he's playing that character, he has to have that accent. So it doesn't. Ashton Kutcher's there's doing a caricature, like right? he's right. doing a Mike Myers version of it, right? Right, and it's offensive because you're making fun of it and right. what that is at least. Right. And, and the Keanu is in, in little Buddha. It's a, you know, it's, I, I don't want to put it in the same category of offensive. It's problematic because there is no reason for him to be doing that right. role. He's not bringing something special to it. He's not better than hundreds of other actors at mm-hmm. that same time who could have done that role. Right. But at the very least, they're not trying to mock. He's not mocking. He's right. just trying to embody the character, right? right. And the character's going to, well. And it was Ill, it's ill-advised. It's ill-advised because <laughs> all of it is. I, I, any of the, I mean, honestly, take it another step back. Why are any of them speaking with Indian accents? They're in India. They shouldn't be speaking English. Well, not in, you know, 800 BC. Oh, yeah. Right? So <laughs> it's offensive in that alone. If you're going right. to take it as offensive, that is offensive, right? Right. Like, well, they speak English. Just to give them an English accent, right? Or, or give them an Indian accent, right? Right. Like, I, I, I like that. There's been a couple movies that have started to drop that, right? Right. Like, did you see the Death of Stalin? No. It's all in Russia. It, they don't. They just take. They have American actors, obviously, because it's an American film, and they don't bother having them speak with Russian accents because why bother? They're not Russian. Right. They're telling a story and they're playing these characters, but they're not Russian. So why would they speak with a Russian accent? They would speak with, if they're speaking Russian, then they should speak with a Russian accent. If they're speaking English, speak English. Right. And they do. And yeah. it doesn't take away. Like you, after a few minutes, you're like, oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, g- g- film this and I, I, I'm, I feel stupid, but I don't know what the native language would be. Make at the time. entire cast white. No, no, the other way, oh. you asshole. No, because... <laughs> is that what aren't you? Were, that's, no, what, that's what you were getting. Okay. <laughs> and subtitle it. Have them speak in their native sure. language and and just yeah, have it's it be a subtitled. fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, it, 
I, I yeah. register that that wasn't the way to do things back even in the 90s, right. but it, it's not, you know, so I guess I can see like, well, we're going to have them all speak English anyway, so uh, six to one if we bring in a white guy and paint him brown for most of the scenes. Eh, yeah, who cares? it just wasn't... Uh, I'm 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 giving them a pass for how they walked themselves into that corner. All right, well let's uh let's wrap up. Let's right. uh how many woes you gonna give it? Uh, I'm gonna give it zero woes. Zero. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is worse to you than Prince of Pennsylvania. Worse to me than Prince of Pennsylvania. Worse to me than flying. Worse to me than uh, tune huh. in tomorrow. Uh, now see, okay, I guess I'm looking at it from like, there are structural parts of this. There are, are, you know, the Mm -hmm. cinematography is very good. Mm -hmm. Like the, the, it's filmed and framed and the special effects are very good. Okay. Well, let me tell you, you're right. I I follow what you're saying. Go ahead. Yeah. So let me tell you why to me it's worse than those because for one, the length of this movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, you're right. Is mu- is so offensive to me that because those movies, you know, they were like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were like yeah. ninety minutes, they, maybe they maybe knew more. Their place. <laughs> yeah, and they obviously were not expertly made films. Mm-hmm. Right. And they weren't trying. They weren't trying. Tune in tomorrow. Knew what it was, yeah. and that's what it was trying to be. It yeah. sucked. It was bad. They didn't do, accomplish what they were trying to accomplish. But that is least. the closer analogy because they were trying. They just failed. Yeah. Miserably, mm-hmm. as did this film. Right. This movie seemed to, not seem to, definitely wanted to be considered high art. And it failed at it so miserably that to me, it's like, well, if you're going to try that hard and not be able to accomplish anything that you're trying to is uh, devastating. So zero woes. You fucking suck, movie. I'm still giving it, I'm still going to give it, uh, I'm still going to give it a two woe. Two woe. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That was totally, that was totally not done on purpose too. (laughs) Well, I guess I hadn't thought that zero was a possibility because I gave uh, Prince of Pennsylvania one, didn't I? Like, I I, I feel like it's still better than those, right? Like, I appreciate everything you just said. Mm Mm-hmm. From a technical filmmaking aspect, it it is a it, it it functions on a film level, right? Like Tune In Tomorrow was choppy and all over the place. I, yeah. I didn't understand what the fuck was happening. <laughs> yeah. At least understand what's happening. Here. I, didn't I know. understand what the fuck was happening in this movie. <laughs> nah, come on. You understood <laughs> Not that to the same had, degree. For no, sure. Yeah. I mean, it 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 didn't accomplish what it was, but but I have like kind of an inverse or a, a little different take on like if you're shooting high and you fail. You at least tried, right? You were trying to aim up high, and yeah, I think, I think somewhere along the lines, this movie lost its way from, you know, initial concept to okay. final production. I think there was at some point earlier in where this was more what what he was setting up. I I've mm. gotta believe he was setting up. Ber- Bertolucci was setting out to create something that left people with an impression to to chew on. Mm-hmm. He just didn't do it, right? So I'm not gonna, and it, it, it's not. No, horrible. You're right. It you're just right. fails. Yeah. So I'm gonna go two because, again, my lowest was a one for Prince of Pennsylvania. Like, or no, for Tune In Tomorrow. I I, I feel like Tune In Tomorrow was the one that really bothered me. Like Prince of Pennsylvania was just like this movie sucks. But. Well, you know, we actually rated <laughs> listening back to Flying. We actually both rated Flying lower than I thought we did. Did we? Yeah, I think you rated it <laughs> one, one and I rated yeah. it two. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sticking with that. I, this is better than flying. <clears throat> no, because like flying to me is more fun to watch. I, know, but I think we've already established that you like shitty movies, right? More than me. But <clears throat> to, excuse me, because to me, there's just not in some in this movie. There's no joy to be had. Yeah, um, even with Keanu, like like really, really hamming it up with that 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 gratified uh, Buddha look on his face, and mm-hmm. just like he's joyful, like like. Be joyful, Keanu. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I'm I still get what sticking you're saying. With, I'm sticking with it too. I, I I can appreciate the artistry of it. Like yeah. there is parts of it. like, And there's merit in the effort. Yeah. For sure. So, you're right. Um, but <laughs> I also, <laughs> you just watched it. I've had yeah. a few days to sit on it. Yeah. But to, to me, I was very annoyed at the end. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. It was just so, so boring and yeah. so such a failure that to me i was like you know if i'm gonna give a movie a zero then to me this has got to be it because stick to it man yeah um okay so what do we got let's look let's look to the future i (laughs) am so fucking excited no way what's up to be well for one to be out of this phase of movies because we're about to take a shift okay right yeah um, yeah, I don't know if I could take another another gut punch like the last three. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you like, I like much to do about I nothing. Did, I did, I did. But the next the next on our docket mm-hmm. is one of my personal favorites. Oh no, tell me. And I I've been so excited to talk about it, and here we are. I can't wait. What? And what I, is it? <laughs> I genuinely don't know what you're about to say. Speed. Is it really speed yes. already? Yes. Fuck yeah. I, I guess in my own internal timeline, I thought Speed was a couple years later from now. Me too. <sighs> and I think that's because these last few movies just really haven't been, weren't like, you know, these big movies. You know, they weren't like big successes. Well, um, I'm saying it because I was in my third semester of calculus. I was in vector calculus when this movie was out. And I would have bet money that I was in vector calculus two years later than 90 because this is 95 right 94 94 yeah I would have fucking bet money I didn't take that class until 96 god damn Mm. I'm old fuck so uh yeah I we're gonna have a guest on for speed our our good buddy uh part of the eavesdrop crew uh Koji Krill is gonna be on nice uh and I I can't wait speed to me is one of it's one of my favorite action movies um, I think it's, yeah, I love this movie. Um, I think it's the probably or I remember loving. It. I haven't watched it in like, oh, at least ten years. Oh, okay, great. So yeah. it'll be a little bit of, uh, of a refresher. I think it's. Uh, I'll just I'll put my cards out on the table right now. I think it's one of it's a five woe movie. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, it is a five woe movie for me. But you know, there's all these diehard ripoff movies that oh. are. It's like Die Hard. Yeah, this is Die Hard on a bus, man. Die Hard on a bus, and I think it's <laughs> the best of that. Oh yeah, that's a good point. You're right. Category. I think you're right. I think you're right. They do it the best. <laughs> um, and uh, wait a minute now. Die Hard on a Boat was uh, <laughs> fucking good. Speed Two Cruise Control. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What's Die Hard on a Boat? That that uh, uh, Steven Seagal movie. Oh fuck you, dude! <laughs> I can't. And then uh, after after that, I'm also really excited to get to Johnny Mnemonic, which oh, will be the following God. episode. And we have a very we have a fun guest for that one, uh, Cody Connolly, oh. who hosts uh, another podcast on the network, Full Metal Brewer Radio. Yeah. Um, okay, so thanks for uh, listening to this episode. Also, check out our social media pages: Instagram at We Do Keanu, Facebook We Do Keanu. 
Um, and, you know, join the conversation. Let us know what you think of the movies we're talking about. Let us know what you think of Little Buddha. Yeah. Uh, was it super offensive to you? Have you seen it? Do you want to see it? Oh um, are you watching along with us? Uh, <laughs> chime in. Let us know what you think. Please, everyone. I mean, I know Tucker is, but the rest yes. of you guys. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, if you are feeling extra saucy, you know, get on uh, Apple Podcasts and get leave us a rating and a review. That would yeah. be super helpful. Helps people find out about the show. Um, give us a, a review. That would be great. Let us know what you think. So other than that, until next time, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes.